Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Figure it out as you go. Mm-hmm. Cannot wait to see how incoherent they are. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. See next to me on the couch is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet. If you really think I can be coherent after what we just put ourselves through over the past like four days, you got another thing coming. <laughs> cool. So this cool will be the headband, Samantha- man. It's just random why you were wearing it. It's nice. Yeah, you just ruined my whole vibe. I'm gonna have to take this headband off. My hair can bother me. No, so you get my face. no, no. I actually do like it. I just, I in, oh, in the, oh, you just in the spirit of this movie, cool tank top, man. Man, you're so mean to me. I love you. Things so have much. gone downhill since we watched this movie, y'all. What's gone downhill? Well, we watched this movie five days ago, and the last four days have been like insane. I almost. Punched you in the face twice. When? Oh, never mind. <laughs> if you're new here, welcome. It is November 23rd, 2020. And we'll get into why that date's significant here in just a moment. But like I said, if you're new, every single week we watch a random movie. We talk about it. We talk about our lives up front. And then we talk about the movie later. And unfortunately, the movie like this week's movie is basically our lives. Samantha... Tries not to spit water everywhere life. as life she takes a sip of the water. Um, so yeah, yesterday was our daughter's fourth birthday. If you've listened to this show before, you know our families are fun to get together and hang out with. Which ties into today's this movie. Is 40. This is it kind of all relates, right? Well, um, it was a very, very, very great birthday weekend for it, Jillian. Oh, it always turns out that way, man, but we stress it so much going into it. Yeah, I, uh, yesterday morning, had like three different panic attacks uh, when I burnt uh, my daughter's birthday cake, like thankfully early on, like halfway through, so I had plenty of time to like uh, punch the trash can outside and freak out as I threw them away. Um... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's we're gonna get into it more as we get into the actual movie, but, but we have two fun. we have two completely different families. Uh, without getting into the specifics of each one of them, they just are different, and they're very and, particular. And it's hard. In their own ways. It's hard to merge them together while also doing activities and finding things to do for a child. For, for a four-year-old. When for, there's not a pandemic going right. on. Right. And now in a pandemic, it's, it's our daughter, it's us, it's our parents, it's my grandmother, it's all of our extended family. It's, it's a lot. Yeah. 
I'm the second youngest person in the party, just to give you an idea of what we're dealing with here. Um, and I'm somehow the most, the, the, man, no. I almost, no. I almost at a power ranking of the eight of us in terms of maturity. <laughs> I'm like third. Yeah, I'm at the top of that list. No, you're not. I'm so at the top of that Larry's at the top of that list. Yeah, Larry's totally at the top. <laughs> My dad is like yeah, Larry's number one. Top. Yeah, Larry's number one. I'm at least two or three. Uh, you're like fourth or fifth. I am not. Yeah, I think Jillian's above you. No, she's not. So we had a great weekend. Uh, we spent some time with Sam's family at their hotel. I got to kill one's ice cream twice, so you know I was happy. Um, had some great food, had some Colombian food, had hibachi. Uh, we had all of the families had family over, over here. yesterday. We had some water balloon fights and some squirt gun fights. It was really she didn't nice. open her presents. She was a beautiful Anna. She was a great girl all weekend. She was. She, was uh, she got her doctor's appointment today, and she's healthy as a horse. She got four shots in her little legs, and she laughed at the first one like a masochist, and right. then started crying, which was cool. Um, and then uh, fast forward to when she's a teenager, and uh, this movie... And she tells us to go uh, fuck ourselves, and she's trying to finish Lost. Yeah, I think my anxiety was significantly higher this weekend, because we watched this movie before it all started. <laughs> well, before, before be we honest. get into it, and this is going to be a long one, because I have a lot of I notes to get through. I have so many notes. From this, uh, this, po- this, this podcast and this movie. The reason we're watching this movie is because it is part of our Wrap It Up series. We started earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Slash, it's a Thanksgiving movie. I think it's right. appropriate. So, for so for the past couple of years, every year on... Uh, Thanksgiving, we've like, we normally try to like theme stuff around like the big holidays, but there's not a lot of Thanksgiving movies, so we just kind of made it like, like a, a family, family movie. Yeah. We watched uh, well, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is literally a Thanksgiving movie. We watched Friends with Kids. I forget what we watched last year. We watched a couple things. It's like you know being our age and having kids, or you know Make whatever it may be. So this yes, yeah, so this kind of was a twofold in that. Um, it was a We watched Knocked Up back in the summer of 2016 while Samantha was pregnant with Jillian. And this appropriate. Is, this is a well, technically a sequel, the sort of sequel to Knocked Up, as it says on the, on the cover, because... Um, I really wish you had fucked it up, because I would have counted, I wouldn't have counted. It against you. Uh, because the characters of uh, Debbie and... I'm going to forget Paul Rudd's character's name. Fuck. Uh, Pete. Debbie and Pete mm-hmm. are the same characters they were in the movie Knocked Up. Uh, so that's why we watched this. Anything else? We, ha- we haven't watched wa- really anything. watched anything. I, I rewatched a couple things. I rewatched Inglorious Bastards the other day. Well, how, how I rewatched. Great for you. I watched something else. I forgot what the fuck it was. Damn, it's gonna drive me crazy. I, I watched something and I wanted to like talk. Oh, I watched Fargo, like the sh- like the movie Fargo. Oh, okay. Um, I thought you said you would watch the show, and I would have been mad. No, no. You want to watch Fargo? Yeah, I said I wanted to watch Fargo. Oh, Ripes. I'm never gonna watch anything. Keep wanting to watch shit I want to watch. Um, Sorry we have similar interests. Maybe, I don't know how we came together. We're so different. <laughs> so that's all I've really had the chance to do. Watch a lot of Paw Patrol. Because that's what Jillian's Yeah, Jillian's favorite thing right now watching. is Paw We Patrol. did before, um, before, after dinner, before we put Jillian to bed, and before recording, obviously. Uh, Avengers Infinity War was on, uh, just, just on TV and Jillian was just transfixed, just Loving. like staring, mouth open, like, "What is this?" So that was that was pretty cool. To... Yeah, and then she like st- 
Right she's now, she's like likes to imitate the people she sees on the, the TV. Females, and it's always the females. So, like, if you're watching Wheel of Fortune, she's like walking back and forth, like being Vanna White. And so, if she's watching she Supermarket was, Sweep, she's yelling. So um, <laughs> this, she was imitating uh, Gamora, and we were right at the part on the Soul Stone scene. So we said that uh, we had to turn that shit off because uh, that would have, I think, been inappropriate. And I would have cried. I would have cried. You cried during watching this forty, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like me, the entire me. time. Yeah. So it's really what we got going on. If, if you if you were listening and you sent Jillian a birthday wish, it's very much appreciated. Like I said, she had a great birthday. She got a lot of presents. Uh, she had a lot of cake and ice cream and food. She's a really, really good girl who we can't believe is four years old. This podcast is older than her, but it's not by much. Damn. It's, it's about two years older than her. So it's when crazy. in doubt, this podcast comes first. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, anything else before we just get into it? No. All right, we watched This Is 40. As I said, the sort of sequel to Knocked Up. I'm going to remove the sleeve because this is one of those old uh, blockbuster cases. And the stickers I cannot get off. I've already tried. But I can just read this from here. So, <sighs> Okay. Laugh Out Loud Funny, says Owen Gleiberman, Entertainment Weekly. Who's not at that magazine anymore? And... Part of the reason why I don't like it as much. So the fact that it's a monthly magazine called Entertainment Weekly. They can't just change the name to EM. Yeah. Just called Entertainment Monthly. Ugh! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's a joke. I'm laughing uh. at my own joke. High-spirited and hilarious, says Peter Travers, Rolling Stone. Another uh, reviewer I trust. From the director of Knocked Up and the 40-Year-Old Virgin comes an unfiltered comedic look inside the life of an American family. After years of marriage, Pete, Paul Rudd, and Debbie, Leslie Mann, are approaching a milestone meltdown as they try to balance romance, careers, parents, and children in their own hilarious ways. They must also figure out how to enjoy the rest of their lives. Featuring Melissa McCarthy, Jason Segel, Megan Fox, John Lithgow, and Albert Brooks, This is 40 is a candid and heartwarming comedy about the challenges and rewards of marriage and parenthood in the modern age. Boom! Lucky! Nailed it! The reason why I nailed it, every 50 episodes, we have a reading challenge on the back of the box. We've each won one. This is the last time we're doing it. I am currently up three, four. How many am I up? Four. Four? Fantastic. Also, fantastic is this movie. Also, not fantastic is this movie because it is basically just watching my life. Yeah, I think that that's part of the reason why, like, it's so good is because it's so, like, real to life. Yeah, but I think we relate to it, but I think a lot of people relate to it. So, it didn't do, like, the best. I mean, it made made a good amount of money, but not, like, it didn't make knocked up money. It came out around, like, the holidays. I don't know if it was the best time for the movie to come out. It's also around the time... uh, a big gripe of Apatow's, especially around this era, like the late 2000s, like early to mid-aughts, is, um, or not mid, the early this mid This came out in 2012. Teens, yeah. Is that, like, he just, like, doesn't have an editor and he's like, leaves too much shit in. Like, Funny People is a legitimate two-hour and, like, 30-minute comedy, which is insane. This is two hours and 17 minutes. And you could easily cut... 20 to 30 minutes and tighten this shit up and it'd be so much better. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly love this. Um, I think it's, it has incredible rewatch value because 
um, of the, how many riffs there are and how many like just truly laugh out loud funny things there lines that happen. But it does get incredibly aimless. It does get a little directionless. It gets yeah, but that's what life is right now. Sure, but and I think that that kind of there's a difference between like expressing that in the characters like the characters words and the characters actions and there's a difference between just trying to fit too much shit into a movie to try to maximize like you could show that monotony by like uh, as an example like the scene after like one of the big fights and like they're just sitting in the the kitchen not talking and the daughter's like why is everyone quiet you know like mm-hmm. like you can have that scene go on for like another 45 seconds and just show like how miserable and quiet and awkward those moments can be at times. And that's more valuable to me than uh, her fat yoga friend just talking about how ugly her vagina looks. Yeah, you know, for that. a minute. You know what I mean? Like that that's more so what I meant is that mm-hmm. it's it, it 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 didn't maximize what it what it could have. But um what what did you think about the movie as a, a whole? I, I reviewed my score for Knocked Up to prepare for the end of the podcast, so I will tell you that Knocked Up got an eight and a half. My score was a nine. Your score was an eight. Just so you kind of know frame of reference. Yeah, I think that that, that I think that checks. That checks out. Are you gonna answer my? I'm initial? sorry. What was your question? Oh, get off your phone, woman! No, I have to be on my phone. What? I have to be on my phone. No, you're not scrolling. What? Show me your phone right now. Well, did you know? You want to feel old? You know, uh, the girl, Iris Apatow plays the younger one. Yes. She's eighteen now. Cool. I feel old. You are old. I am. You are closer to 40 than you are... Uh... No, I'm not. What? I'm closer to 30 than I am to 40. Thank no, you No, that was so what I was going to say. You're closer to 40 than you are to... 10. 25. Mm, that's True. not accurate. Yeah. You are seven years away from being 40. Take seven off of your current age. You're 26. So you're old. Uh, <laughs> yeah, most of this podcast is going to be us comparing them to us. So that's why I was trying to get mm-hmm. like the movie stuff out of the way mm-hmm. early. You enjoyed mm-hmm. the movie, yes? Mm-hmm. You did? Mm-hmm. Uh, was there anything you didn't like about the movie? Um, no. You know how riveting it is to be on, to be on a podcast and go, mm-hmm and mm-hmm? Mm-hmm. That's just so much fun for the people listening. I'm sure. You know what's fun? What? You taking half hour shits. Now I know what you're actually doing. <laughs> all right, so the very, all right, so let's just get into this now. So the very, very, very first scene in the movie is him having sex in the shower. And it's revealed that he's taken a Viagra to, like, mm-hmm. not get through it, but he thinks make it better, you know, an innocent enough, like, oh, innocent like idea enough. Uh-huh. thing. Yeah. So if you uh, take a Viagra to have sex, I'm going to chop off your dick. Just get well, out the way. you have a couple more hours to enjoy it, then. I don't know. Uh, so I wrote, Viagra? Nope. And then I was like, throughout this movie, I'm just going to write down everything that he does and say what I have done mm-hmm. and what I have not done. So let's mm-hmm. go over that list right now, shall we? You so, really want to start by doing that? Yeah. You want to start by doing let's that? start by doing it. Yeah. So this will knock out most of the movie. Uh-huh. So, uh, taking Viagra to have sex with you. Absolutely not. Never will. The day I have to take anything for my dick to work, kill me. I it's actually a conversation I've had I with I will. three worry. different people in my life <laughs> of the male variety. 
It better be. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I've never, t- so let's, I'm going to write a little, make a little list on the back. I, I actually didn't tally these up of things I have and have not done. And if I forget any, please let me know. So yes and no. I did a W. Um, sneaking food I shouldn't eat. Yes. No, I have never done that. Behind your back. Yeah, you just do it right to my face. They tell you, don't eat that. All right. You all fat right, ass. Actually. <laughs> and then you say. You fatty, fat, fat. You say, all right, actually, whatever, hold on. I'll just run more right. tomorrow. So, so. <laughs> So actually, I, I lied. So food, no. Drinks, yes. I, like I will like I haven't in like over a year or so. But like if you're already asleep, I'll like sneak a soda or something. But I haven't done it since mm-hmm. I've. That's been fine. Good. So does no. that technically count then? I he, mean, his, it doesn't have to count until you feel that kidney stone pain. It doesn't have to count till then. I haven't done it since my uh, last kidney stone uh, pain. Your last kidney stone pain was in January. Yes, yeah, so I said I haven't done it this year. Okay, all yeah. right, fine. But do you Great. think, so his thing is like, he'll run a cupcake under the faucet and still mm-hmm. dig it out and eat it, which is disgusting. Yeah, but would you do it? No, I wouldn't do if it. If I told you. I hate cake. cupcakes. I, I'm not a cupcake fan. The fuck is wrong with Just you? Just give me a cake. I don't like I don't like the proportion of the shape of a cupcake to like the icing on top of it. It just doesn't work for me. Because then, like, I bite down. I don't have a giant mouth like you where I can just have it like a giant bite of cake. <laughs> so am I counting that as a yes or no that I, I did I don't it? care. I'm going to count it as one each. I don't, I don't give a fuck about what you're doing each. right now. I hope that you sneak more soda and you get that kidney stone pain. Uh, thinking about your death, we've openly talked about it on this show on oh, multiple occasions. <laughs> You 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 just about sped it up a little bit with this uh, with this. How many times have we discussed it on the show? I, how many episodes have there been? <laughs> over three hundred. Oof, over a hundred. Uh, today, so I think we update every time. How would you kill me? No, I'm not. Changing. We always kind of change it. You're just gonna poison my mac and cheese. Yeah, I'm definitely. Po- All right. I'm definitely gonna poison your mac and cheese because you know it's coming and you're still gonna eat it. True. Because True. what happened today? There was, we had leftover food. Man, All right. Come yeah, on. that's definitely a yes eating food you shouldn't eat. We had leftover food from Jillian's birthday. We did a lunch on, on Sunday, yesterday, from when we're recording this. And we had like popcorn chicken, we had sandwiches, and we like ordered way too much food as we typically do. And so we had the sandwiches in the fridge. And then today, like we opened it. The, the Tupperware, and it was like... There was like cheese ooze in it. <laughs> yeah, it was like cheese Like the ooze. cheese had melt, melted somehow? I have no idea how that happened. And I said, oh, you probably shouldn't eat that. That's probably no good. And uh, what's Mullet do? Uh, he I wanted it. a turkey sandwich. Yep. Cool. So that cost some money. Cool. So you would know that it, there's poison in it. Like, you would be able to tell. I would mm-hmm. tell you, say, hey, this is the mac and cheese that has... The Poison arsenic in it. In it. Bon appetit. And you would still eat it. True. You would devour the entire thing. True. I'm taking an axe right to your head. <laughs> I'm, I'm earning it, man. Go for it. You've got terrible aim. I'm earning it. Uh, everything you say annoys me. Yep. Yeah. I... Yep. Everything you just said, I was like, God, is she done talking Ditto. yet? Ditto. Uh, major taste and music being different. Absolutely. Yeah, you... It's not that different. So it's not that different. I don't think that that's. I don't think that's true. It's not. Uh, it's not entirely different. We listen to a lot of the same. We music. listen to a lot of the same, but there are some music. There are some times when you just put music on, or I, like you make me listen to something. I'm just like. Yeah, because you purposely want to annoy me one, 
And two... No, 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 yes. no, no. It's not, it's not yes. 100% a gimmick. It's 100% no, a like, gimmick. No, because, like, when you've been putting Taylor Swift on, Bubble Guppies, um, my, our daughter thinks that Taylor Swift is Bubble Guppies, and it's maybe one of my favorite things on the planet right now. Like, I, there are songs that I like, and I keep on. But there are other times where, like, you just put... Like, you just listen to crap. Like, if I gave you control of the iPod, I'd be like, why are we listening to this? Can I listen to some good music? And granted, like, what I think is good music, like, is either legitimately bad music that I just think is funny and enjoy or it could be a little like moodier yeah whatever you want to put the cat soundtrack on exactly I'm counting that Uh, pooping too long it's not the case I think that's wrong I don't think we have entirely different tastes in music not entirely different but to the the point of like having discussion as to like why would you listen to this and an ambulance go by, and you say that that person's fans have, di- have just died. And, like, being bored at a show. No, okay, I guess you're right. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. I, I know I'm right. That's why I said it. The pooping too long scene yeah, is maybe my favorite scene in the movie. It's true. It's, it's the most <laughs> true thing. I know what you're doing, too, because sometimes when I have to go in there to get, like, if I'm folding laundry or something, no. I go in there. You're not doing anything. In my you're defense. just on your phone. And you're not do you're just in there. In my defense. In your defense what? You know my stomach. And there are oh, plenty of times mm. when I think I have to poop. Convenient. And I go in there and you mm. will hear my asshole mm-hmm. answer the call mm-hmm. and announce its presence mm-hmm. and like nothing else happens. Okay. And like got, by the time you walk gassy. in, yeah. So I, so because you're gassy and you don't I, know how to fart. I don't because I because the one time I do, I'm gonna shit myself. <laughs> and you're gonna have to clean it up. I won't. I will not. And it's clean. gonna be you weird. Can call your mother. I will not. And other clean times it. where like I'm already done pooping and the smell is dissipated and I just want to finish watching this 18 minute video and not have to be around you. Absolutely, I do that. I just like the response of who takes a 30 minute shit. John Goodman. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just the best answer. It's maybe my favorite scene in the movie. Uh. Back to the music thing. So the scene where, like, like they come home and, like, the girls all put on, like, Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. And he puts on, like, the Pixies in response. Mm-hmm. I think that scene is my biggest fear in life. It's just being, like, just, like, you and Jillian just being, like, on a totally different wavelength and page in, like, ten years. And me being, like, all right, well, I'm going to go, I'm going to go. Yeah. Watch my wrestling. Yeah, you, while fuck you, yourself. yeah you guys, you guys go have fun listening to, like, your... Ariana Grande Jr. CDs or something, mm-hmm. whatever's mm-hmm. happening at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, eating food and not helping you in whatever you're doing. Yeah. Offering to help, but then not actually helping. Yep. <laughs> that's maybe that's every, that's maybe every, every day, day of my life. <laughs> Didn't we just get in a fight the other day about you not emptying the dishwasher? And you said, I didn't know it had to be on. I said, you put it on. You started the dishwasher. You didn't know it had to be empty. Uh, so, yeah, that, that one hit. Uh, constant worries about debt and financial trouble. Yes, that's life. Congratulations. That is that is what we are in right now, and it's fine, and <laughs> we're fine. I don't have a record label, and you don't have a shitty clothing store, so that that's more beneficial. Uh-huh. We we don't we are not above our means just to like feel important, which I feel is like what those characters each are trying to do. So yeah, uh, guilt tripped by parents. Oh yes, I have that here. Guilt Trip City. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm making this this uh, tick mark really dark. <laughs> uh, but guilt. but but never given money to either one of our parents, so that's good. 
That's good. That's very good. Um, what's this? I could, I, I just, so I have a lot, as, as you already can tell, I've had a lot of notes. Not giving, I just wrote, I could just live my life. What is that? Is that like a line from something? I think it's a line in there. I guess, I know, I just wrote it down. I'm going to skip, get rid of it. Uh, the doctor montage. Or like, well, that's not like related to us. I've had a finger at my ass at the doctor. Have you had a mammogram yet? I'm not 40 yet. Oh, that literally is the first time it happens at 40? Yes, or unless you have a history of breast cancer in oh, your I didn't family, know. which I don't know. Trust me, you would hear about it. If I had to go get my boob squishing machine like that, you really think I wouldn't come home and complain about There's it? There's got to be you? a better system for that now, right? I, it's been I eight don't years. know, man. Yeah, that just sucks. I don't know. It's because... It's because the boob is so fatty, you have to kind of get around that to make sure that there's no shadows and stuff. I guess, you know, all the technology we have, we can't get past a mammogram. Not looking forward to that. Uh, Yeah, but the doctor montage was a big, I'm not going to mark it as like a yes or no type thing, but yeah, yeah, that's, I'm not looking forward to having to go through like. Oh, and you know when she was having like that mouth surgery? Mm -hmm. That was a dental dam. Glad I know what it is. They're used for oral surgery or oral sex. Yeah. But not to have actual intercourse because you can't put a dental dam around your penis. It doesn't work like that. Because uh, it's for oral surgery. Perfect. Like in that scene in the movie. Children interrupting a blowjob. Remember I said uh, that music thing was my biggest fear? <laughs> I stand corrected. Yeah. That and the way it's portrayed. I guess, yeah, and the way it's portrayed, yeah, with well, everybody like, yelling. They're, they're, no, they are gutturally screaming at like, all, all four down. of them. Everyone's melting down. I mean, we, we've had, like, interruptions. But nothing not like that. to that extent because yeah. she's four. And, I mean, not just exclusively from Jillian. Huh? Never mind. And there's been somebody else, I guess. No, cool. It wasn't Thanks. Else. Uh, another like great all too real scene, and then it's immediately followed up by Albert Brooks, who's just amazing uh, throughout the whole movie, and we'll, we'll get to later on. And there's, do you remember when this movie came out? It was like maybe like three weeks after Sandy Hook, and there was a controversy because he has a thing where it's like, let's just go shoot one of them. All right, all the kids line up, and he shoots them with the hose. It's like fuck. That's. It's a horrible timing. Yeah. Uh, shitting on a child, then loving and missing them immediately. Yep, we do that every single time. Every time. We go out without Jillian. Is like, man, I wonder what they're doing right now. They suck. Oh, but I miss them. I mm-hmm. love them. Um, I think that's just the way that's, of a that's, parent. That's uh, during their, like, their vacation, like, getting high scene. Yeah. Which, again, mm-hmm. another amazing scene in the movie. My favorite line in the movie is, I fuck like David Schwimmer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a, such a great line. Uh, needing something looked at in my ass or genital area. Yeah, no. Uh, no, yeah. I know I've already done it. I don't <laughs> want to think about it. I don't want to think about it. I was like, yeah, that's literally maybe happened. Maybe it happened like the same week. I don't know. This came out. Yeah, you've definitely, I've yeah. been like, hey, can you like do this for me real quick? Thanks. Yeah, great. Cool. Uh, leaving, uh, Leaving the room, uh, hold on, I'll describe this. So, like, like about to enter a room that you are at with a member of the family and not wanting to enter that room, <laughs> I've done. <laughs> what? So, like, there's a scene where I think she's getting rid of all, like, the gluten in the house, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, like Paul Rudd, like, is, like, about to walk into the room, like, you can see, and he's like, 
Oh, he I've one hundred percent done that. Mm. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I've done that before. Yeah, me too. I believe it. Um, saying the phrase "put it on my Amex." Yep, I've done that one. That's <laughs> okay. I got into the minutia of these. Um, uh, had oh uh, had my parents watch a rehearsal of mine. Never did that before. Mind you, she's even rehearsing for anything. She's just painting a set. Why are they at the school for that? They had to be more involved. Dude, you don't watch your kid paint a wall. That's just weird. Um, have you ever yelled at a child like that? Not yet, but I cannot wait. I can't wait. I cannot wait to find that shitty little kid that makes fun of Jillian. And Ooh, I just... I'm gonna fuck him up. I tear into every little physical thing about him. Like, if yeah. he looks like a miniature you Tom You once made a grown man cry, so I cannot wait to hear what you do to a child. <sighs> Which one? Right on. <laughs> hey, right on. If you're listening, go fuck yourself. <laughs> never, never gave me the rematch. I never gave you your rematch. I gave you your rematch. You didn't show up. Uh, I don't think you're talking about the time. Thank you for there for that. There was some little fucking shitty asshole playing beer pong whose body was cocky, hot shit, like throwing cups in front of the way. And I made like a same cup to like, like finally like eliminate them or whatever. And man, I got fucking mad put on this kid. And he left crying. <laughs> That's what I thought you were referring to. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna you're like, an asshole. I'm gonna like blow in kids' faces and just like make you're fun a, of their shitty hair. And you're an granted, asshole. Granted, that kid looks weird. Uh, <laughs> it's a kid from Super it. 8. He plays in him. He's got big eyes and big teeth. Um, yep. You will more so be the one to get in with the parents. Oh man, I'm gonna go in on these parents. I, I don't know if you're, I'm gonna hit him with my fucking car. <laughs> I would. It, I'd hit him with my car. I would hit the parent with the car. I cannot wait to be called to the principal's office. Living for it. Can't wait. That another you know me. I'll talk right around another it. Another incredible scene that Melissa McCarthy, Ooh. she's in two scenes, three if you count just the bloopers of her in the credits. Yeah. So she's she's, she's not in enough to be in the MVP consideration. Yeah, but, but she's great. in any other movie, this is a blanket statement. This is an amazing cast. It's a great ensemble. That every single person gets their shots in. Yeah, they get a From Rudd to Mann to Albert Brooks to Lithgow yeah. to, uh, to fucking Chris Dowd to Jason Siegel and even people that you normally wouldn't like care for. Like Megan Fox is totally okay in this movie. That's the nicest thing I've ever said about her yeah, in my her entire thumbs. life. Make sure to point them out every time. She's used in an incredibly gratuitous fashion in this movie, like swimming in the pool and getting like her boobs juggled. But when she has to like say words, she's not the worst thing in the movie, <laughs> which we'll get to later on. Um, uh, flicking you off while leaving the room or while you've left the room and I'm still in the toilet. Yes, I've done that. Um, you've probably done it to me too. I do it to your face. I don't wait till you leave the room. <laughs> just said, crying by myself in the car. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I have done that. Like uh, because of me. Well, that, he wasn't oh. doing that because of that. It was, he was doing that because of the uh, like That's the show. As, as, I mean, but yes, I have. It's not as satisfying. Oh, okay, yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Good. Uh, good. In a bad. I've mood. hurt your feelings. Uh, turning down sex. I'm in a bad mood. Yes. Next. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this might be my favorite one. 
uh, yelling meatloaf in the car because I'm angry at you and eating a burger. Probably. <laughs> I, can't pinpoint, I can't pinpoint a specific reason, but I love the song Paradise by the Dashboard Light. And I can eat a burger while driving. I'm sure the two things have happened together. Sure. So I'm, I'm counting it as a yes. Uh, blaming Jillian for our flaws. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've yeah, yeah. undoubtedly done that. Our kids are fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, a rare no. Not getting emotional over Mad Men. No, I have, I've cried many times while watching Mad Men. I love that lost Mad Men argument, though. It's really... So this movie dates itself pretty poorly in many times. I mean, yeah, from the, the lost The lost thing is the biggest one because it had just ended maybe like the year before sure. or a couple years afterwards. But they, there's even stuff like... Uh, like Clooney it. Like, the Clooney like stuff the Clooney was one. Because now he's not an eligible uh, bachelor. Using docking stations was another one that I thought was funny. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember docking stations? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Uh, you still have more stuff for this list? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, gosh. I have more. I have absolutely more. Let me go back. I'm almost done. Uh, oh, families being polar opposites. My only note after that was, oh my God. I think... <laughs> Let's see. There's one part, uh, like the John Lithgow-Albert Brooks conversation just highlights so, it so much. Yeah. Where like, he's asking about like what he does, like, uh, where he's like, that's why you never see any hunchbacks. It's because of you. I like art. <laughs> I totally see that being something that's happened between two of our family members at some point that we just didn't know about. Um, yeah. uh, exercising like because I'm angry. Yes. Granted, not riding a bike, but it's still, you know, it still counts. And I think that's it for the list. So the final total, uh, four things I haven't done in 17 I have. That that checks out. Yeah, so that's I think this movie is, is fairly accurate. Was there any of the was there any that you noticed on on the female side? Well, um, yeah, just uh, just just being depressed. Uh, that I'm almost forty. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a yes. So one of my questions: Will you be the kind of person that lies about your age? I don't need to lie about my age. I don't look my age. That was going to be my answer. Better been your fucking answer. What the fuck are you talking about? What's gonna be your answer? <laughs> fucking look like I'm almost forty. What? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, let me see. Yeah, I put. I put. Why did you have to look at me when they were talking about Leslie Mann's death? Like when they were talking about her dying. Oh, and like the coffee and shop. You, yeah, you yeah. just stared at me the entire time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The entire time. I went to another plane of existence. Yeah, that's great. That's why, like, my my first actual thing I wrote down was this movie is just too real. It's just... It's so real. I mean, it's just so real. I mean, from everything, like, you know, the fart scene, when they're having the argument in bed. Yeah, but but, that, but I would be the farting Yeah, you're one. the farter. Um, yeah, I just, yeah. I mean, I agree with a lot of your list here. I can't... To add to your list of, like, what will we do as well? Like, we mm. haven't done it yet, but what will we do? Like, we're definitely taking away the Wi-Fi. No. Oh, yeah. I'd love I'm to see I'm changing you. the Wi-Fi. Well, I'm going to change the Wi-Fi password on Jillian if she starts acting like a bitch. They need it for school nowadays. She can have a land. We have a landline. Okay? That and landline doesn't work. She doesn't need it right now. I'm saying, and... and f- Twelve years when she's gonna need it, uh-huh. there's not gonna be there's not gonna uh-huh. be landlines. Uh-huh. She can write it down and I'll tape it up for her. 
okay? Shut the fuck up. This is my parenting. We're going to change the Wi-Fi password, and she'll get it when she's good or when uh-huh. she does her chores. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's not dumb. It's incredibly A lot of people stupid. do it. Cool. I'm glad You're they... just mad because I'm going to change your Wi-Fi password on you, and you don't know how to change it back. I have LTE. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Can't wait for you to use up all your minutes, dude. Um, I, I think... Uh, I can't wait for us to gaslight. I put here. I can't wait for us to gaslight other parents <laughs> when we get called to the principal's office with Jillian because we will. We will. We hate each other so much, but when it comes to like working together against someone else, like we totally would. And that seems perfect because they like they have this incredibly massive like real fight. Like that fight is real. Like we've had that fight. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like legitimately. Like dropping truth bombs and like like pent up shit. And the movie gets, like, super melodramatic. Like, there's this awkward scene where, like... Not awkward, but, like... Like, Lizzie Mann's, like, with the younger daughter, like, asking what she's, like... What house she thinks she's gonna be when she's older. And, like, they're both kind of sad. They're, like, they're watching Spongebob and everyone, like, fights. And, like, she's, like, sticking her hand in her mouth. Like, like that's what I'm talking about in this movie. Like, there are these, like, long pulls and stretches where that stuff is real. And that stuff, like, happens... But it's just a little long in the tooth. Sure. Um, mixed in with, like, as I mentioned, like, some of the riffs, like, earlier on, like, the some of the Jason Siegel stuff with the other woman happened too long. Or, like, I think everything Chris O'Dowd said in this movie is hilarious. So funny. But, like, do I really need him making fun of Graham Parker's Oreo hat for two minutes? Okay, yeah, that's a bad example. It's so funny. Aren't cookies the best? It's just <laughs> such, a, such a funny line. Uh, but... Yeah, but so, like like that that shit happens. That, yeah, but you know. but the, what, what, what my point was, and then like they they realize the one good thing about him is that he realizes it, so he can heighten it. So right from there, they go to the the bomb Melissa McCarthy yeah. scene that just absolutely. I, I kills mean, it. it was just like the fight that they had was so terrible, so true to life, so sad. And he's like my sweet, lovely wife. When they're in the principal's office, and <laughs> was it nice? And I was like, "Man, if I if we were like having serious problems, or we were currently fighting, and I had to speak about you, complimentary, it's exactly how I would put yeah, it yeah. because it's so non-specific that it's my sweet, lovely wife. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, 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 exactly, it's, it's somehow a bat like the most backhanded compliment is like it is a hundred percent. Yeah." We would totally gaslight the other parent, and I love the line, like, looking like they're in a bank commercial. Like, I think that's so funny. I just love it. Go out of your way to look up, like, the bloopers from this movie, and also, if you haven't seen, like, the credits of just Melissa McCarthy just going off is just so fucking good. Yeah. It's great. I mean, look, yeah, it's it's a great movie. You, You covered a lot of... A lot of it. So I have, so I have, so I have more, not just like the nope and yes stuff. So, uh, so, so a few questions. So, is Jason Siegel supposed to be the same Jason from yes. Knocked Up? And it's never explained. No. It's like so now he's just like this personal trainer. That is by Jason. That he. So like the whole point of Knocked Up is that he's like is attracted to Debbie the whole time. The whole time. All right. Still is. It's odd. Would it make you uncomfortable if I got a personal trainer? That and if somebody wanted was... to bone you the whole time? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh. oh. <laughs> Why is that even a question? Like, what would you do? I would tell you don't go to that personal trainer. But he I'd wants to like, bone you. Yeah, but he's getting my body in shape. I don't give a fuck. Get a Bowflex. 
Who uses Blowflex? We can't have a Blowflex in our Blowflex house. is something different. That's probably what the other personal trainer is working on. We can't have a Blowflex in our house. It's, it's true. Rich will knock it over. <laughs> uh, uh, another scene that I just, I, even though I referenced it today at breakfast, I, I hate the, like, the, the flute scene. The, the flute? Indian. It's just, it's, it's too long. It's tacked yeah. on. It's unnecessary. I get, I get what it was trying to get across, like, the argument between, like, the Eastern doctor and the Western doctor and how, like, that can be just such a source of uh, uh, heartburn amongst the family. But, yeah. look, man, I'll try anything to, to get rid of ear infections or whatever, but antibiotics are antibiotics for a reason. Exactly. Man, they, like, they work. They work. I know a lot of people out there are, like, super organic and healthy and all that. I like to eat healthy. And, like, the vegetarian, you know, f- friend of the show, Carly Coffee, has been vegetarian most of our lives. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I, it's the one thing I can never see eye to eye with her on because I'm a firm believer in if meat and gluten weren't meant to be eaten, they wouldn't taste so good. I'm so sorry. Uh, to say that, but yeah, so like just stuff like that, like that definitely won't happen to us because that's not something like I believe in at all. No. Like, do you believe in any of that? Like, uh, any you you don't want to what? You're, you, kidding, you're right? the only one. You're the only one out of the two of us who's had acupuncture before, which is considered by some. Uh, yeah, and I think Eastern... it, I think it fucked me up worse. <laughs> the first one were great. The other three I had that same week. I was walking back like more crooked than ever. Thanks, yes, Swedish woman on a cruise ship. <laughs> Probably, I don't know. Uh, another thing, so, like, it also is, like, tacked on. Like, and there's a certain extent where, like, yeah, that's real life is, like, one thing after another. Like, sure. it gets worse and worse and worse. It's kind of, like, how the movie ends and, like, the ending to me, like, resonates because it really what it is is, like, Things will never get easier, but it's okay. We will figure it out. Like, we probably said we'll figure it out ten Every times a week. fucking day. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but, like, like the money problems, and then visiting Michael Ian Black all the time, and then, like, also, like, then she gets pregnant. Like, it feels bro, like a little bit bro. too much. Yeah, but let me just say something right now. If I get pregnant when I'm 40... Yes? Punch me in the stomach. Should I not have said that? <laughs> Look, some women can do it. I am not one of those women. No, you're not. Man, I could barely do this. I was almost 30 when I had Jillian. She does. So I'll go ahead and say, I don't know who you're leaning towards for your MVP case. I, I think Leslie Mann is great in this. She's not my MVP. Um, because she does a great job. She does a great job. She specifically does a great job in those heightened... Like in those heightened moments, I think well, it's yeah. the in between stuff where she's. Do you, how much of, of of that do you think she pulls from her actual relationship? Well, that's what I was getting at. Was I think that she puts on a little bit more. Like to me, she's more natural in blockers than she is in this. For whatever reason, like in this, it's always been a little awkward when she's around her kids. Like I don't know what it is. Like I, I think she's not as natural. Like I think she's trying to be a little bit unnatural to seem like she's acting when it's her real case. I don't know. It's just always been something that's weird. But when she's like, like my favorite thing she does is like, I said, like the guttural screams when they get interrupted, when the kid says she's going through menopause, she goes, I'm pregnant. You fuck or whatever. 
um, when she's um, like when it's revealed that she's pregnant and she like he's yelling like stop eating cupcakes like she's good in those to the nth degree heightened moments. It's the in between times where sure. she kind of disappoints me a little bit. Mm. But um, but what after that, then the movie drags again because he has to punch this fucking get punched by this old fat dude that opened his car door on him and you get more Lithgow stuff and yeah. Albert Brooks in the hospital. Like that stuff gets a little, uh, disjointed, but I, I can definitely see that. I definitely agree with that. That's true. Something I never noticed. Now that said, before I get to something I had noticed before the part, everything about the party leading up to it is so great. A great elongated sequence. The competition for Megan Fox is hilarious. Mel Brooks just going crazy. Mel Brooks. Albert Mel Brooks. Brooks. The thing he's doing is great. How uncomfortable Lithgow is playing that character. I think the party is a, a perfect the party crescendo. Does, does a great job. Um, yeah. Something I never noticed, uh, like, I mean, I'm glad it got called out. Uh, at one point, somebody's phone is shown, and, like, the date says, like, December 5th. And, I'm like, oh, like, the timeline of this movie isn't really? great. Yeah. And that, like, so their birthdays are a week apart, right? There's no way everything that happened from, like, the start of the movie to the end of the movie was, like, a week. Like, it just felt, like, too much. Like, all the doctor's appointments and, like, he flies the rumor in and has this show at the drop of a hat without... Like, no wonder it failed. It was in the span of four days you flew them over and had a show. Like, you know what I mean? I I don't like that. But I was like, oh, yeah, it's December 5th. Why is there no fucking Christmas shit? (laughs) There was. Well, that's later on that you see stockings hanging up. But it's, it's not, which is fine. Like, it doesn't have to be called out or mentioned. But I found it weird that I was like, it's December 5th, huh? I've never noticed any Christmas stuff in this movie. And then later on, I did see stockings hanging up. So I was like, okay, that's fine. Just like a continuity thing. But mm-hmm. yet again, continuity, I think this is one of those m- movified weeks where it's really a long-ass, unrealistic week. Um, another trope, well, two tropes. One that I like and one that I don't like. So you already mentioned the Apatow kids who, you know, were started and knocked up and then put in this because obviously they're the same characters. We've gone on about kid actors on this show at nauseam before. I don't know if we have we had the nepotism conversation on here. I think yes, we got in a little bit have. with Harley Quinn Smith. Yes, I think we I did. think I, I Tony and I uh, a while back had like a long conversation about it. We're trying to make, like, a nepotism Mount Rushmore. Uh, I want to give the Apatow get the pass, because I think they're both really good. I think and they're they bo- really good, and apparently the older one, Maud, is yes. in... Is she the one who's in Euphoria? I believe so. I No, Iris, yeah. Iris is also in stuff, too. Yeah, she's on other Maud's shows. Yeah, but Maud's supposed to be really good in Euphoria. And she's also on... She was also and, is in her last dad's movie, King Staten Island. Yeah. Um, she, yeah, she's she's always been really good. Yeah, so they're... Oh, they're both in Funny People, too. And they were in Sausage Party. What? <laughs> she was in... Uh, Iris Apatow was one of the yeah. voices in Sausage also, Party. Iris, I know, is also... Like, she's on some kind of show. I know that for a fact. But, um... But Maud specifically is really damn good. Like her freak out and like like cussing her parents out mm-hmm. is really really good. And then Iris plays is really good at playing up like being mm-hmm. a kid that's Iris like ten was years on, old. Um, a show called Love on Netflix. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Two thousand sixteen. Uh, what's her name's on that? Uh, the chick from Community. I forget her name. Uh, God, it's gonna drive me crazy. Jillian Jacob. Jillian Jacob. That's exactly who it is. Yeah, I wanted to watch that. 
So she's in that, but she also just turned 18. Yeah, they're both like working actors, you know? They're not resting on... Yeah, Maud is uh, is 23, the older one. Uh, I want to throw up. So the flip side of that is... The flip side of that is something that Epitau loves doing since, uh, since Knocked Up. It's pigeonholing these like celebrity cameos in this like fame and notoriety aspect into his movies... Uh, I think it's really egregious in other things besides this. Like in Trainwreck, it's maybe one of my worst scenes I've ever seen. Is when oh. like it's like LeBron, With but your it's boy? also well LeBron. LeBron. Well, LeBron is a good example of that in that movie. But there's that scene where like LeBron invites like Matthew Broderick, Marv Albert, and like. Uh, yeah. Some tennis woman. For the intervention. Right, like, it's ridiculous. That's a bad scene. Yeah. Um, same thing with, uh, with well, of course you're going to have it in Funny People. Of course you're going to have it in, like, Knocked Up. Because there's all these, like, you know, like, fame is a part of it. And this as well, because he's a music person. So Grant Parker is innocuous, because that makes sense. A, a notable, but to, you know, a layman. Like, I know fucking idea who Grant Parker is. Uh, you know, like, that makes sense. But then when you have, like... Legitimate NHL players just have NHL players in a club scene. Granted, they're smart enough and don't let one of the NHL players actually handle the main scene with Leslie Mann. They get Wyatt Russell in kind of his introduction, and he's really good. So he's good. Re- he's really funny. And um, I like. I honestly like. Can't believe these Russell kids. Uh, or the, these children. You're still thinking of probably Jeff Bridges. No, I'm not. Because <laughs> you always get the Bridges. two confused. Not. What not other Russell kids are you talking about? There's, Why? there's one oh. Russell. What? Uh, this is just flashed in mm-hmm. my peripheral there. Wyatt Russell's the ch- child of whom? Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn, I believe. Right, and uh, the Kate Hudson. Yes, I believe she's not also, Kurt Russell's daughter. No, she's not. She's just Goldie Hawn, but she's super talented. Has nothing else? to do with Kurt Russell. Don't give Kurt yeah. Russell credit for her. Okay, but they come from the same family. Like they were still like raised at in the same household and he uh let me see who else is uh yeah I think please please 21 and me the Kurt Russell family Oliver Hudson Kate Hudson and Boston Russell's I say Boston Rob. I'm like, shut the fuck up, Boston (laughs) Rob Survivor. Surprise! But the most egregious one is the fucking Billy Joe. Man, that's awful. He's so bad. He's so so bad. bad. I may push for an LVP case for him. So look, the cast in this move in this movie is flawless. Same thing with the soundtrack. Great soundtrack between the Grant Parker songs, like the juxtaposition of like we talked about earlier, like the indie rock and the good like, legitimate good music, mixed up with, like, the pop music, makes a great overall viewing and listening experience for this. Uh, yeah, Billy Joe, I think, has, like, three or four lines. And Apatow also has this thing where, like, he wants him to be, like, part of, like, the experience and the story. So, like, I've seen the bloopers before, and they actually show one. In the blooper we watch, where like he just shouts lines that he wants them to say, yeah. that are riffs that are just like improvised to like kind of have them be a part of it. The same thing happens in Funny People with like Eminem and Ray Romano. Grant Ray Romano's fine as a comedian, but for Eminem it's like very transparent. So for yeah. so for Billy Joe to turn around and say "Shut up, Tom Selleck," 
It just it just it takes me out of it because that feels forced. That feels not. It real. is forced. Uh, now that being said, is that bad enough to knock the queen off her LVP perch? Who is the LVP of the movie to you? The camera is doing weird flashing. Right? It's it weird. Is. Yeah. I'm gonna turn it off. I keep thinking it's like the Baba Duke or something in our daughter's room. Uh, Babble Frick! Who do you think the LVP of the movie is? Well, obviously, not who I thought it was, because I thought it was... Billy Joe? Billy Joe. Oh, I'll take it. I thought you were going to push for Charlene Yee, because you already laughed. I know, but may she not... Is she really that bad? No, she's... She, so, so here's my... She only has a couple of lines, and I think that... This is big of you. I know, but she doesn't do the laugh. I think that that's why. <laughs> just because she doesn't laugh. Because she doesn't. She's a different character. But she does this thing. Oh, man. Okay, I can wait for that. I have to get it. It's Charlene Yee. No, no, no. So, so here. So, look. Help me. Help me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Hey, Charlene Yee. Help me. So, so that's what I put. So she's fine. No, no, no. Until, until that. that scene, like she's I like forgot. normal. I that scene out. And that's another. That's another character that like like reappears, and it's like, why? Why did she hire Jody? Like it's such a weird thing. Like she like she actually has a couple funny lines where she's talking about like, you know, the only thing that comes out of her mouth are lies, the only thing that goes in her dicks. Like she has good lines, and then that one scene. It, when she's just revealed to be like like the strung out weirdo drug addict. It's like, no, you were doing so well. Yeah, I completely forgot. No, no, it's Charlene Yee. So so I have, so seriously, I want you to seriously, is that worse than Billy Joe's four lines? Help me. Because she knows she's being like, like she's messed up. Help me. Help me to fucking, yes, it's worse. (laughs) Man, I should have brought it up. She was in the clear. <laughs> she was free. Because I clear. blocked those scenes out, and then you just because I because I, I it was it was those two. It was either her or Billy Joe Armstrong, and I specifically wrote not Megan Fox just to be clear that I was gonna fight you in case she thought she that she was bad. Um, no, I, okay. I don't think that every hot girl in a movie is bad. Oh no, no, no. I wasn't saying because she's hot. Just... I'm saying because we've we've seen her in like three movies and she's gotten MVP yeah, but... and. Because she was bad in yeah. those, but I don't just. Typically, the hot girl in the movie is bad, but it's not because they're hot. Sure, it's because they're bad. It's because they got the job because they're good looking and they're not good at acting. Right, uh, but they purposely gave Megan I, Fox this role because she's good looking, and she played into that, and it was fine. I do love that, like though, like the more and more, like when they're in the car. And, like, she's doing, like, the, the escort bit. And, like, she keeps talking. Like, man, if you keep talking, you're going to talk yourself out of this. Because, <laughs> like, it just, like, again, it it, it drolls. And, it, you know, she starts to get a little repetitious with it and whatnot. So, uh, are, are we making it Charlie? Man. Yeah, we're making it Charlie. <sighs> Billy Joe, you got saved. Are you sure? Are you sure? Really, I think you need to do whatever you want to do. So, valuable. Which one of these is more valuable 
Billy Joe. In the really, like, that could have been anybody. That could so have been could a Charlie Nee's character. That no, because that's so that's related to no, but it's not. But you're like, why did they bring her back? They brought her back just to have that through line because Judd Apatow likes to work with his friends and family, as evidenced by the cast of the movie. I guess that that could have been like Martin Starr. Yeah, you could have made it anybody. Jay Baruchel or something like you odd, really totally working. Totally could have made it anyone else. You got the Charlie Nee impression now. Do the laugh. (laughs) That was a a fat ghoul. What that was. Oh my god, that was so funny. (laughs) Oh my god, you're so funny. So Charlie Nee is the LVP of This Is 40. What do you mean? That'll make her a multi-time LVP. No, don't. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing or what's happening. This is horrifying. Trying to be Charlene. All right, so she's the LVP. I'll add her to the list later on. I think I popped a blood vessel in my eye doing that shit. MVP. Ow. Is my eye bleeding? Yes, profusely. So I already said I don't think it's Leslie Mann. Melissa McCarthy is not in the movie enough just in those two or three scenes. I don't know why we're beating around the bush. It's Paul Rudd. So he's one of two. I think you Albert, love Albert Brooks. Albert right now. Brooks is such a fucking amazing Brooks. in this. Albert Brooks is so fucking dope and good. Everything out of his mouth is perfect and hilarious. So I, I, I it's either him or Paul Rudd. Now Paul Rudd was the MVP for Knocked Up. Albert so Brooks does have some really great lines. He has some great lines. He also can be so. So this is why I'm leaning more towards Paul Run than Albert Brooks. Albert Brooks basically gets to do the same thing throughout the entire movie. Uh, and he has the one scene in the doctor's office with Debbie where they kind of like have a come to Jesus meeting. Well, I got come to not Jesus meeting because he's Jewish. Um, and that, I feel like that's like his worst scene. Okay. It could be the writing in it. Could be. But Paul Rudd is... Pitching so many different pitches. He has my favorite lines. He has my favorite delivery in the movie of everything I've already said. But also, he does a great job at showing desperation and showing frustration and showing exasperation. Like, he, he has so many different emotions because he has to. Being I, I feel it being the, the, the husband and the father. That's mm-hmm. how it is. Um... Is that who you were leaning towards? Yeah. Okay. So I find it funny that the MVPs of This Is 40 are the exact same MVPs of Knocked Up and, and LVPs. Yeah, the it same. It was Parla, Paul Rudd and Charlene yeah, for both I movies. Yeah, I think it's really funny. I, I, I want to stress how much Albert Brooks is getting robbed here. I mean, seriously, just, like, go pull up, like, a compilation of everything he says in this fucking movie. It's really... Because, it, it is good. Just because you're a singer doesn't make you a painter. <laughs> Like, everything comes up that we're weeders. He's so fucking funny. But Paul Rudd is the heart and soul of this movie. He is. Whether he's shitting on John Goodman or David Schwimmer, or he's frustrated about uh, about Graham Parker, um, or whatever it is that he's doing. Taking a 30-minute shit. Taking a 30-minute shit. He's so damn good. Uh, and there's people we didn't even, like, I'm not a big Lena Dunham fan, but I think, like, the 
few lines she has are, are good in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of crapped on. Uh, I'm always gonna mess up her name. I think her name's Annie Annie Mamulo. She's the the her friend. The friend. She's the person that co-wrote. She's funny. She's the person that co-wrote Bridesmaids with Kristen Wiig. She's Robert, funny. Robert Smigel so funny. is is great. Uh, like everybody, Chris Dowd. I I've mentioned before, but yeah, he, I love everything him. out of his mouth is fucking on point in this movie. It's so funny. Oh, and I also want to talk about my favorite joke in this movie. What? What's the difference between a gay man's mustache and a straight man's mustache? The smell. The smell. <laughs> I just think it's so funny. <laughs> You are Charlene. <laughs> disgusting. So uh, that's going to be... Where the fuck is my fucking book at, bro? Why is my Mary Movies book on the bottom? What am I doing here? It's been too long since we recorded. Um, let me go to the, the big list here, just to update everybody. Um, the problem is I have books, and I don't have another form of record for this. So, you know, Paul we were having this discussion today about how you are so old school about the silliest things. We placed an order for this food, for this Publix food. I was like, oh, we'll just place it online. You're like, I want to go in person. Can I... Okay? And then we want to take, um, we want to get some photos done for Jillian from, like, the, like the JCPenney studio. And you're like, oh, I'm uh, going over to the Florida Mall later this week. I could just uh, pop in there and uh, see when they're available. I'm like, we could just schedule it online. And you're like, oh, I have a notebook here where I manually keep track of... 360-odd episodes of Married with Movies statistics where you could have a spreadsheet like I do. Are you done? This is how I like to do things. Thank you. Uh, Paul Rudd is You're old the... and outdated. Ouch. That was unnecessary. But true? No. No? No, it wasn't. So if, God forbid, there was a fire and all your notebooks got burned... That just gives me a chance to go back and do it all over. <laughs> poop, poop report... Poop Report, the fifth? The 42nd multi-time MVP, Paul Rudd, uh, joining an illustrious list. Uh, and then Charlene Yee is the... 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 16th uh, multi-time LVP. We've oh, had wow. a, nobody that's gotten three LVPs. Yeah. Uh, they've all been two-timers. Elijah Wood, David Spade, Keanu Reeves, Jennifer Connelly, mm-hmm. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar... James Marsden, Sylvester Stallone, Sigourney Weaver, Jennifer Coolidge, Brad Garrett, Judge Reinhold, Corey Feldman, Rebel Wilson, Jason Bateman, Francis Capra, and Charlene Yee. Man, but you just bought some great movies that we're definitely going to have a third one on there because we love a good cuck on this show. <laughs> um, Man, he's going to be so good in that movie, I'm purposely going to push for him to be the LVP <laughs> just to keep up the bit. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and listen to all of our episodes of American Movies and you'll figure it out. Or uh, watch the most recent episode of Box and Friends uh, for a quick reference to it. Samantha joined me on my most recent episode on uh, Instagram Live at your host, Mullet38. Anything else on This Is 40? So we are, as, as it stands right now, we are about six years away from, being, from turning 40. Oh my god. What are we doing for 40? Jillian will be 10. 10. She'll be 10. So that is plenty old enough to be with either one of our parents for an entire week. We are going far away. We're going to Antarctica. So let's have it. Let's say it right now here on the air. In six years, we're going on a big forty-year-old trip. 
I don't want no goddamn big ass party. I don't want anything. I'd say we could do it with friends of the show, but most of our friends are way older than <laughs> us, so they're gonna hit forty first. <laughs> so mean. I knew you were gonna say that. No, we'll do. Oh, uh, that was for you, Steve and Augie. We know what we should do. We should do it like kind of right in the middle. Well, yours always around the holidays, and mine's around another holiday. We should do it like during mine. Just have like two weeks in a row. So we yeah, I don't want to do a forty-year-old trip where I'm the only one who's forty. Yeah, so we'll do it when I'm forty. Yeah, that's 40. stupid. We'll have a nice like January Throw trip. Throw up. Well, so yeah, we'll we'll do something special. All right. And I'll take long ass shits. You're gonna do it. Anyway. I'm so scared. Like I'm gonna get like ass problems. You're gonna get a hemorrhoid. I'm so, I'm so scared. I've I heard, wouldn't I've be heard as... so many horror stories about hemorrhoids and anal fissures. She was so confident, though. Like, when she looks, she's like, it's, it's a hemorrhoid. hemorrhoid. Well, she probably saw, like, the white head in his asshole. I don't... Like... I wouldn't even know how to diagnose... I'd be like, you... I don't know what it is. You need to go to a doctor. I, the difference is, I'm not like, a fucking doctor. You go to med school. I, I would have moved. I would remove that mirror, and you would be like, oh, my God! <laughs> you would have freaked the fuck out. <laughs> like... I would have thrown up. Your like, asshole! I would have thrown up on you and been like... I'm not sure. Let's go to the ER. Yeah, because I'll like, take you to the urgent care. Yeah, like I couldn't watch. I imagine, like, to go back to knocked up, I imagine it's that, like, quick cut of, like, the baby crowning and knocked up, and I just imagine that's happening in my asshole. All right. Let's get one. No, picture. I thought you were going to look at pictures of crowning. It's like, I purposely didn't look at your vagina when no. Jillian came out. But let's get one thing straight. Pushing what? a baby out of a vagina is going to be very different than a hemorrhoid. Like, infinitely different. It's, it's going to happen infinitely? Yes. Oh, God. It's horrible. You look like a miniature Tom Petty. I just love that insult. It's so specific. Uh, anything else on This is 40, my love? Don't, don't try to be sweet to me, calling me your what, love. What, what points did you cry in the movie? Man, I just cried when the daughters were there, and I cried... When the sh- she freaked out about shower sex the, uh, not working, I was like, "That's gonna be me," because I so I've, I've had really bad problems managing my anxiety the last mm-hmm. couple of months. Years. I guess. <laughs> Sorry. Comments like that do not help. Sorry. You fucking idiot. Um, so I'm, you know, trying to still get a handle on that. So sometimes I overreact or underreact to situations or react inappropriately Mm -hmm. um, unintentionally most of the time. And so, I don't know, I think that she overreacted to that. that. Although, I would probably react the same way if you told me, if we were in the middle of having sex, you told me you took a Viagra. Yeah, it's just a a dumb move. It's a dumb move. It's a dumb move, but I feel like... Also, you get Bluetooth now. They're more accessible. They advertise on every podcast. Mm -hmm. Not this one. Hey, Bluetooth, hit me up. Not really for advertising, not for anything else. Um, something I was going to point out was... Uh, I'm going to forget now. Fuck. Uh, oh, you talked about, like, you were, what were you crying about with the daughters? Man, just when she was there with the daughter and she was, like, asking her those questions with the younger one. Mm-hmm. And she was asking, like, when she grows up and stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, Jillian's going to grow up. And it was mm-hmm. almost her birth. You oh, were about, okay. like... You know, it was the 17th when we watched this. So it was like, you know, a week and a few days. Yeah. Until her birthday. Or it was just a couple of days till her birthday. And it just made me sad because I do that sometimes. I just sit and I just watch her. And she just is growing up so fast. And it makes me so sad. I'm going to start crying now. Um, I just, I love being a mom. 
and a wife, and I think I'm okay at both. So, you know, this movie just kind of hit hard for me because you were you definitely know, okay. At she's both. trying to 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 be the best that she can. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's one thing I did think that was also undercooked is like not the rivalry, but like the sibling rapport, like. I wouldn't know. I'm an only well, child. Well, same, same. But, like, you know, I it would have been fine if they gave them a little bit more to do. Sure. Besides, but like, I, I can't, I can only imagine that's what it's like growing up. I mean, oh, no, I, I think I think it was a good job. Because there's, there's, like, I'm a, a bigger age gap between them. There's, like, a five-year age gap between them. So Probably, maybe we'll see. Yeah. yeah. If I have another baby in the next year. Score time. Uh, <laughs> I no longer want to talk about this. I no longer want to have any conversations to do with anything. So I'll score it first, as I as I mentioned, I reviewed. Um, this was a hard one because I I enjoy this movie so damn much, especially what like a complete like watcher. I feel like we've caught it on cable a few times, yeah. and have just left it on. And of course, it's edited, and of course, you know, you only catch certain pieces to it. Um, it's got some amazing scenes, an amazing mm-hmm. cast, a great soundtrack, yeah, yeah. some great lines. It is entirely too long and has entirely too many things going on at times. And it's entirely too relatable sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, well, that's a positive thing and that, you know, it's how accurate it is. Um, ultimately, I, I enjoy it about the same as Knocked Up. I'm going to give it just a tick down just because of... It, it doesn't rein itself in, and it does have, a, like, it's not as focused as the other one. So I'm going to give it an eight and a half. Okay. Um, I, I love this movie. I think I, I think I'm the same. I like it just about the same as I like mm-hmm. uh, Knocked Up. I, I'm glad that the focus shifted to these characters right. um, at, as the sequel they, as we've talked about this whole show, they're super relatable to us, and I just think that they're great actors, and they have great chemistry together as well. Um, I, I'm going to give it an 8. 8? So yeah. same as Knocked Sa- Up. Same yeah. as Knocked Up. So an 8.25, so the average will be just a, a, a shade lower. Uh, this will be our penultimate wrap-it-up movie for the year. So next week's episode is going to be our random selection, The Killing, standard Kubrick movie from the 50s. Mm-hmm. After that, your nominated movie, Coco. Then after that, our Christmas Spectacular, A Very Merry Toy Store. Then your birthday movie, The Replacement, which has oddly been on television constantly lately. Yeah. Just get us ready for it. And then rounding it up, our final wrap-it-up movie of 2020. And one of our final ones. We only have a few more left to go. As, as of right into, now. As it goes into 2021. Blade Runner 2049. That's our next five weeks of episodes. I think that's... Oddly satisfying, like that that slate we've got coming up. And those five movies are going to give us a grand total of 65 movies for the year. That's pretty good. That's, that's I believe, a the second most. We had, uh, back One in 2015, we, we, we were doing two, two episodes a, two week, a week for yeah. the summer when there was nothing on television. Um, but this year we had one, two, three, four, five uh, franchises we did, Ninja Turtles, Star Trek, How to Train Your Dragon, Back to the Future, and Leprechaun. Plus, also, we did, like, multiple Pitch Perfects for Wrap It Up. So, yeah, so that kind of uh, extended our, yeah. our our totals. So the, the Mullet Awards are coming up very, very soon. That's going to be very, very challenging, is having oh my that many movies for the Mullet Awards. It's going to be very hard. We have to expand some categories. We'll have, we'll have some off-air discussions, but... 
Be sure to be checking that out, so make sure you're subscribed to the podcast wherever you get them. Rate, review at the same time. Send us an email, marriedwithmovies at gmail.com. Follow us on social media at marriedwmovies on Twitter, facebook.com slash marriedwithmovies. Support the podcast by going to patreon.com slash arcadeaudio. By the time you're hearing this, I don't remember if I've posted it or not yet. It may have already aired, but the first and possibly last ever mullet Spelling Bee should be available oh my God. on Patreon. Uh, one late night, Samantha and I had, uh, had a few, and we're on uh, Zoom talking to RJ Hates Rap and Podswoggle's Tope Out of Banjo. And the subject of spelling came up. We're competitive assholes. And we had an impromptu spelling bee with one another. So that podcast is available on Patreon either soon or already when you're listening to this. So go over there. So make sure you go over there and listen to not only that bonus episode, but all the other bonus episodes in our network of shows. As I mentioned earlier, follow me on Instagram at your host malt thirty eight for my show Box and Friends, where I open up uh, toys and other collectibles. There'll be a big episode coming up here, uh, basically by the time you're hearing this in the next couple days after Black Friday, that time of the year. And being in my existence, arcadeaudio.net slash podbloggle for my retro wrestling diary. Uh, where I'm going back and watching every single pay-per-view in the WWE Network. What do you mean, Bane of your existence? Like, go buy good movies and a couple bad ones. <sighs> exactly. I need to do more stuff. Follow me on Instagram, at jamwithyoursam. Let's see pictures of our kid. Pictures of our kid and sometimes waffles. It's crazy how, <laughs> it's crazy how this movie is eight years old, but it I feels know. so much older. Like It's because it, like, transcends. No, but, like, I, I mean, like... Like, even just, like, like the big-ass iPad he's on. We already talked about the docking station. Like, social media, like, Facebook seemed, like, so primitive back know, then. Even though it's been around, a, like, seven or eight years. Way. Like, it's nuts. We've come a long way. I guess we have. Anything else? No. Man. I don't know how I feel about the next six years of my life. Let's see if you make it. You're definitely not making it. Keep eating that mac and cheese. For Mullet. This is Mullet. Signing out for this week's episode of Married with Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch. Slash the movies. <laughs> it's still yeah. a fat ghoul. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> sound like, like, I don't know why, you sound like a character from, like, animated Scooby-Doo movie. <laughs> it's the ghost of the fat dad! <laughs> <laughs>